Hello and welcome back to the Double One Radio Gamescast. As always, I'm your host Ryan, and I'm joined today by my lovely cohort of co-hosts, Brett. Hello. Wyatt. Hello. And Alex. I cut myself on the same finger three times while making a salad this uh, tonight. Why did you do that? Making a salad? <laughs> because I don't learn from my mistakes, Brett. Cut your finger once, shame on you. Cut your finger twice, shame on the knife. In the same place. Cut yourself three times. What are you even doing? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what, what's going on at that point? What are you, what, what's going on? Come on, man. <laughs> All right. It a Caesar it's a sickness with you. Guess what? Lads, it's Halloween time, so we got to get into that Halloween spirit by raising the roof. <laughs> raising the roof with jazz hands. That's how it works, right? Yes. <laughs> jazz is the international music of Halloween. <laughs> hey, I'd be done for some Halloween jazz remixes. Give that to me. That'd be great. All right. So it's episode number 82. We're going to talk about basically what we've been playing this week as well as Lots of games industry news that happened in like the past two days. So, yes. <laughs> because we're recording this a day late, we get to include the Halo news, which is going to be fun. But first, I want to start us off on a bad note so I can raise us up with a good note. And why this bad note is going to be particularly disappointing for you, I think. Advance oh, Wars yeah. Reboot Camp has been delayed until February. Oh, another delay until. It was coming out December, I December. believe. December, okay. December so that's that's yeah. more substantial than now. Now it's into. I think I recall seeing February somewhere, but the official note that I have here says spring. So I don't know if they've oh. officially given February. But I was gonna say, if it's another delay until February, that makes at least three to four games I know that are in the that February dump time now. Because the interesting rumor with this one is that it may not have actually been related to development. It might have been related to maybe Kirby needs a little bit more development time and they want to have Advance Wars to fill the window where Kirby, Kirby might have oh, been placed. Right. Uh, Interesting. So there's just rumors that it may not have been related to Advance Wars having any issues So it got delayed from another game's delay. Possibly. Well, not even a delay because we don't have a release date specifically okay, for Kirby, fair. but more that... Behind-the-scenes delay. Yeah, a, a reshuffling of release dates, essentially. We don't know if that's true. That's the rumor because the I mean, Advance Wars looks pretty good from what we saw at the Treehouse. So yeah, I, I mean, and unless your name is unless your name is uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, delays don't really bother me that much. <laughs> and I also think it's fair to say that like this is a really stacked <laughs> like two months of video games. I know. Yeah. Advance Wars would not have stood out launching this no. December alongside Halo, you just are you're gonna have Final Fantasy, you're gonna what have what you're saying is it would have been forgotten again. Yeah. You're getting Oof. Guardians of the Galaxy is about to come out, so whole bunch Wait, of what's Final Fantasy? Uh, fourteen oh, DLC. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh fourteen's expansion DLC comes expansion. out yeah. November. So uh, the one for the game that has the critically acclaimed free trial. Yes, right that includes all the way up to level sixty. Uh where you can Asmund play the critically Gold. acclaimed free trial Heaven's War. Gold. <laughs> Asmund Gold. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Brett. Can you say that a little bit louder? Asmund Gold. Perfect. We're gonna become an Asmund Gold ASMR channel. <laughs> that has to exist no somewhere. Longer. Someone does it. Some, no yeah. longer a Star Wars. I don't think I've seen a single that. stream or highlight of this man's work before in my entire life, and already he's my favorite streamer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, Advance Wars delayed. Uh, 
that okay. a little sad because I want to play that game, but at the same time, I don't think I would have played it until spring at the rate that games are releasing right now. So I mean, I'm gonna buy it. I'm I'm still never gonna pre-order a game ever again. But I'm gonna buy it as soon as it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've been burned too many times. Okay, so I in one too many. In the better news of this week, we got a look at Concerned Apes next game. Do you guys know who Concerned Ape is? No, not no. at all. Absolutely for shame. It's the Stardew Valley solo developer. Oh! <laughs> oh I say, I say <laughs> oh like I knew who the Stardew Valley developer was. <laughs> I, I feel like he's he and Toby Fox are like the two solo devs that most people know because they they've made franchises that are like publicly attached to their names and are very well loved. So, yeah, he's he's working on a new game called Haunted Chocolatier. It looks very much akin to Stardew, but instead of farming, you're making chocolates. Very good. It's very jolly. I'm I'm happy to see that that's happening. I'm I'm really glad that uh, Royal Doll fans finally get their Willy Wonka game. You know, I know they've <laughs> yeah. been waiting for one for a very long time, and uh, I'm just I, want I just want to see Glass Elevator. Slaves, Wyatt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to push fat German children into a chocolate river. That's all I want in video game for. Preach, brother. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the next Wolfenstein game. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> dude. There's so many weird things in the in the Wolfenstein. It games, wouldn't surprise me. New Colossus. It's not even the weirdest thing they've done. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Oh no, my little horse not caught in the gears. So this has been a, a fairly big week for games news, and there's been a franchise that's been dead for a while called Splinter Cell, and we have finally got near confirmation that a new one is happening. It, basically, a lot of reliable sources are stating that Ubisoft has finally greenlit a Splinter Cell game, which, if I'm using normal game industry terms, means that the game is in proper production and will likely see a release, mm -hmm. not in pre-production. But knowing Ubisoft, that could be different. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to definitely say that means the game's going to come out. Um, but it's further along than any Splinter Cell games have seemingly got in the past while, aside from the terrible mobile game. So there's the mobile game, and then wasn't he? Uh, he was in Siege. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. also in the critically acclaimed an operator. Um, I think what was it? Rainbow Six? Uh, no. Um, uh, uh, Great job, Wyatt. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm getting all their Tom Clancy Fortnite. games. I'm getting all their Tom Clancy games confused. It's, Breakpoint, uh, uh, Ghost Recon, a Breakpoint. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that that terrible game. <laughs> Garbage fire, baby. Critically acclaimed. What are you talking about? Critically acclaimed in that it got twos from most major outlets. <laughs> which yeah, is that's a claim. That is an achievement. <laughs> It's certain they're certainly critical in their acclaims. Yep. Aww. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just happy to see Sam Fisher back in action. Give me more proper think, stealth action franchises. I think most people. Something that's like the original games and not like the the latest. Well, because like Metal Gear is not around control. anymore. There's a void in yeah. stealth <laughs> military games, and those are, those games are always going to sell well if they're good. So exactly, people yeah. love a spy story. And maybe maybe James Bond will fill that, but I kind of doubt it. I feel like that game's going to be a little bit Ooh. more bombastic. Especially if they can get the original voice actor for Sam Fisher back. Uh, his the the name yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, 
he was part of what made that character so iconic because he just has that voice. Definitely. Okay, so we got some some neat news about a little fran- known franchise called Grand Theft Auto. You guys ever heard right. of Grand Theft, Theft Auto? Now, what is this? Some another indie developer? Yeah, another indie developer. Very small indie developer. So good old Rockstar has decided to just kind of drop essentially visual remasters of uh, San Andreas Vice City and 3, I believe. Yes, I think that's it. Yep, they they look good. (laughs) They look interesting um, because because they're they're, uh, taking like the original graphic style and kind of just enhancing it. They look more like cartoony than they probably were intending when they were making those original games. They haven't which I think modernized is a good... it. No, well, I, I think is. I think it's a good angle to go down. I think they look nice. Yeah, I agree. It was it was a little strange when they showed like they did like the classic like remastered wipe, and I was like, oh, oh, god, okay. <laughs> yeah, it took a second to like adjust my eyes, but I, I don't hate it at all. Oh, I've just seen the title cards. I haven't seen the wipe. I I'd be interested to see the that. Um, and I think what I do like... remember hearing about it is that a lot of people took to Twitter saying that they didn't want it. Yeah, well, there's a very specific reason GTA for that. GTA 6 instead, but it's just... It's, it's because um, what they've been doing is they've been taking down mm-hmm. a lot of like remastered mods yep. that are in direct competition with this, and that's why people are angry at the moment. Yeah, they, they DMCA'd a few high-profile projects, I think specifically related to San Andreas... That we're doing some really cool mod work that got DMCA'd a while back. So it's a little unfortunate that that happened. Um, this is also in a kind of weird limbo because I believe we don't actually know if these are available on current gen consoles. From my knowledge. They, they state, or not, not current gen, last gen. So oh, okay. i got to remember that PS5 is current gen now and not next oh, gen. Oh, oh, oh. So... There were rumors that these are, are not going to be available on uh, last-gen things, and they have not stated anywhere. Um, well, they have stated some now that they're they're available on other platforms, but the weird thing is the uh, <laughs> the store page for the GTA remasters says that this is only available for PS5 when it has the label of PS4 and PS5, so it's very confusing mm-hmm. right now. And people have been having some some weird issues with that. So we'll see if anything actually happens with that or if it's just like a store page mess up, which it totally could be. But yeah, there, there's there been contention about that. They look good, though. And they're, they're good games. Yeah. If you it's, need it's more one of the, GTA in your life. <laughs> one, one, like really funny joke is like when you ever when you see like a really lazy remaster they have the wipe and it's like wait what's changed like nothing's different yeah, nothing's this one is the exact opposite you see the wipe and it's like oh they actually like it looks significantly better like, specifically the environments like, like the environments are way more detailed now. well the lighting stuck out to me as well uh the lighting looks... and they've animated additional things like you could see uh they had signposts on what i think it was one of the strip clubs in vice city and you can see that it's mm-hmm. animated now. It's not just I think, a static. I think post. they're they're um, modernizing some of the mechanics as well, from what I understand. So it's not just a I hope visual so. overhaul. Because uh, that would be my, like my like main complaint. Complaint is if they don't change, not necessarily change, but just bring the gameplay up to par with modern stuff. I feel like it's going to be in an iffy situation. But 
Yeah. We'll see. It feels very um, uh, Mass Effect trilogy in that way. If they if they kind of touch up some of the mechanics, which I think more remakes. Yeah, just like little be. touches to make the shooting feel a little bit better and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Especially at higher resolution, it's gonna look a little janky if it's like it used to be. Okay, so I know why it's familiar with Spec Ops: The Line. Anyone else here familiar with Spec Ops: The Line? I'm not overly familiar. But you you know it is critically acclaimed as a yes. Well, very I, well I don't written. know. I don't know much about it because I want to play it at some point, and so I don't want it spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the situation okay, I, I, I won't spoil it then. Well, yeah, we don't want to spoil it on the show because yeah. obviously, like, it's a very good game. The reason I bring it's this also up old. <laughs> it's it's relatively old, but at the same time, like. There's a lot of video you, games. People don't get the chance to play everything, and they may not have heard of you it. You calling it old makes me feel old, so I don't want to hear you say that anymore. <laughs> it also wasn't like a super high-profile release. My core? It was not super high-profile, no. Yeah. No. So definitely recommend checking Spec Ops Line out if you haven't. But uh, the head writer for Marvel's Wolverine is the head, head writer from that game. Oh, awesome. That's Which is Ooh, very cool. Awesome. And let me let me find his name so I make sure to actually That's a grab. Uh Walt Williams. So, he's a story leader insomniac and he was one of the lead writers on Spec Ops the Line. Which is just a super cool okay. detail and I think that's a very fitting choice. Give that the game's going to be game. meaty. If the yeah, writing is as good as I've heard it to be, then that's a good that's a good grab mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> Especially because I think that means they might not shy away from some of the more mature themes of exactly. Wolverine, which has been a that's, big concern. Dude, that's what I'm excited some... about for a Wolverine game is to see a Wolverine game where he just absolutely eviscerates people and he's like I, just genuinely pissed off. <laughs> I, I have very low expectations that this would happen, but maybe some old man Logan action. That'd be cool. Oh. An old man will run in a sequel. That'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so moving on, we got some, a, a fancy little bit of news that Kana, Bridge of Spirits, recovered development costs already. Yeah. Which is notable because oh, that yeah. game was very it's... expensive, <laughs> I believe, despite yeah. the small studio because of the animation. Yes. That makes me happy. I really enjoyed that game. <clears throat> I still gotta play it. That makes me very happy. Yeah, it is a very, very good game. Now, one of the bigger pieces of news that's happened is God of War is making its way to PC. Yes. Right? Oh. This is another one of those games that was on the list that got leaked Mm -hmm. a few months ago that currently everything has been correct on. So What's the list for? I don't want to read the whole list off on the show because it's very long. (laughs) It's not no, I mean, like, what's it about? Is it just things being... It was a leaked list from GeForce or... Now, I believe, of... From NVIDIA. Oh, right. Yeah, NVIDIA's stuff, that yeah. a bunch of games would be appearing on GeForce stuff, and a whole bunch of Sony games were listed there. Which and this, this, goes, this goes back to, like, like Chrono Cross... Like yeah. remaster and a Final Fantasy IX remake that are on the list, and people just go, "What do those mean?" And every <laughs> single thing that is like on the list has been true so far. So it'd be really weird for certain ones to just be like, ah, "We put that there as a yep. joke." Like, what a big middle finger! <laughs> well, that would it's be. also because Nvidia and a bunch of outlets tried to cover it as joke. that <laughs> afterwards. They were like, "Oh, these lists usually have." Uh, not real things in them to throw people off, which has never been true. That that has never actually been the case in any of these leaks. 
Um, I think the the closest we would get to this is that some of these games are probably not in full production yet. Yeah, like, yeah I highly doubt a Final Fantasy IX remake is in full production. Wolf Seven remake is still yeah, in full production, so right. I bet some of these are things that like Sony was like, "This is our tentative plans." So we well, may not see all these games, but yeah. Well, is is that also something where they just wouldn't do an eight remaster? Was there not enough? Eight is not necessarily the most loved entry. It's people like yeah. it, but it, it's a weird one to do a remaster of, especially because they the, released the HD version a little while ago. Yeah. Oh. The the thing with nine also is that it it like it, it's it's a fan favorite, but it's also a dev favorite. Like a lot of like yeah. the really famous devs at at Square, like that nine is their favorite of all. Nine is also a lot of their their done. last entries on the yeah. team. Yeah. Because that, that was kind of when the teams turned well. around. So I think especially because like Nobuo Uematsu is starting to retire and a whole bunch of uh, Asakaguchi, I think, is also starting to step away from spending a ton of time developing Square projects. Yeah, That could be a good way to bring some of them back in the fold for one last like big project, the same way that Nomura is kind of making 7 Remake his big blowout. So His swan song. Yep. They bring me back in for one last job. <laughs> one last job. Yeah, that's they definitely... Keep, what I would <laughs> bet is the case. It's also nine is just like a really cool setting as well. So I'd love it's to see so that good. in HD. Uh, all right, moving on. We got two game review mega happenings today. Good job. We, <laughs> we don't usually talk about reviews on the show because we're usually very late <clears throat> for them. We we tend to yeah. We we make the show before reviews are out because we record usually on a Sunday. And then Tuesday is typically game release dates. When we sometimes record on a Monday, that means we get actual reviews for major games that we can talk about. Remember Games Club? <laughs> <laughs> we did one pretty recently. I, we uh, did, Listen, actually. dude, Ryan and I we are did. cranking these out like once every like four months, Wyatt. Come on, join the club. <laughs> well, no, I, I too busy playing games. In. Thank you very much. <laughs> Play a game, then. <laughs> Are you? Oh, don't even start. <laughs> Look, play, <laughs> play a Yakuza game. I'll do games clubs with you on every single one of them. Dude. <laughs> play Super Monkey Ball in on Orb. Cyberpunk, on that Cyberpunk Games Club, but oh well. No, I, I want to legitimately, the Cyberpunk one, I want to see what post-launch ends up being. That's our big thing with the Cyberpunk one, is like, because that changes a lot, is if they actually Ryan, follow through. But I, I kind of doubt it. I don't you upset. It's been almost a year. I know it's been almost a year. I know it's been almost <laughs> oh, a year. Oh God! Well, did you guys see the um the the free DLC that they <laughs> brought out? What what was it again? Was it a it was a jacket Witcher? and a car? Well, because uh, it's yeah. the same kind of free DLC <laughs> that The Witcher Three had, which was just cosmetics <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. And there was like one quest line that happened that was relatively minor but kind of cool. So, I I really just want Cyberpunk to to get the follow through because that game I think has potential to be legitimately very good. We've we've said on the show we've said on the show many times. Bugs aside, it's still yeah. a good game. I bugs really aside. enjoy. I enjoyed the mechanics of it. The issue no, is you can't put the bugs game. aside because Once... the bugs are so bad. No, <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah, no, no. I, 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 I tried agreed. to get back. Into, I tried to get back into it recently. Still can't enter Center City because my game just crashes and doesn't let me into that entire area. Yeah, they've put um, out they, complete warnings I, about the original PS4 version that the game is just kind of unplayable. Yeah, they the PS4 and PS4 Pro and Xbox uh, X are all like on the no fly list essentially of that game. Yeah. Because it yeah. just can't run. Um 
So yeah, that, that's a sad situation. But bringing it back to the reviews of the games that are coming out today, yes. the day the podcast releases, uh, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy and Age of Empires 4. I think games that some of us have all been kind of looking forward to. And yeah. guess what? Good impressions. Yeah. <laughs> a Marvel game okay. is getting good reviews. Spider-Man. I can't believe Paul, <laughs> yeah. Paul Cassie wasn't enthused by it before he got to review it. <laughs> and I'm also very glad to see that Age of Empires is doing well because Age of Empires is a franchise that has had some ups and downs. So I, whenever I, mean, I hear I mean, Age of Empires, of... the only thing I can think of is a mobile game. I mean, speaking of long dormant strategy franchises that are making a comeback, because we were talking about Advance yeah. Wars earlier, you know, it's it's good to see. Because I actually grew up on uh, Age of Empires three, which is not everyone's favorite. But yeah, because I I, I have, mostly played two, but that's because I didn't have three at any point. Yeah. So I mean, I have I have so many fond memories of playing that game with my brother, where we just did the monster truck cheat and then just drove over everyone's stuff when it got yeah. too hard. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're all they've all kind of become good games i think three at the time had like a rough launch and then became better as expansions released but it did that um, before it was cool yeah <laughs> age of empires <laughs> is probably where most of those mobile games got the name from so. started the trend for post-launch improvement <laughs> yeah i'm i'm very excited to play age of empires 4 i believe that's mm -hmm. also tomorrow or or maybe two days it might be the 29th and not the 28th but Guardians no, is Friday. tomorrow. Yeah, Guardians okay, is tomorrow. I'm, sure. I'm very Or the day excited. this podcast comes out if you're listening after the fact. Yes. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Guardians is also getting very, very good reviews. Not like blowout reviews, but like yeah. this is a good game that's worth picking up kind of reviews. The, the common complaint seems to be that the combat isn't bad, but it's nothing like standout yeah. either compared to the other aspects of the game. But it definitely doesn't seem like something that'll detract from the experience too much. No, yeah. Yeah. It it's, seems more of like a missed opportunity thing than like just bad combat. It it could also be like um I think Yang Yang Yeah said this in, in his review. Oh. Um where it, it could just be like first game syndrome and like the series of things. Like, cause if 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 it makes all the money back, like people seem that have reviewed it at least seem to think that it's like the story is like extremely good. Like it starts a little and but then like yeah. team gets to know each other, then it gets really good. So I have a feeling it could just be like first game syndrome where it's like, okay, we focused on the stuff that's gonna bring people in and then like the next game we can focus on like I'm, I'm hoping they Wait, actually the let I the... go ahead Alex. It in in the in the game, this is like a starting of the team. It's they're they're gathering up. It's a little bit of an origin story, yeah. They're they're oh, already uh, they're already Ooh. as a team. It, it's um, I love they've that been as team a team. They've been <laughs> as a team for a little while, but I think this yeah. is their first like major hero out expeditions. Yeah. Essentially, nobody knows who they are yet. They're a team, but they're not really bonded as a team. They're not big enough to not be marked as pirates, <laughs> as I think what the trailer <laughs> has said. <laughs> So another another thing that people have been pointing out is the uh, uh, facial animations are apparently like top notch. For, Ooh, um, that's what I've seen. Yeah, it, they look. Yeah, I mean, nice. from what I've seen, they look just so so good. Because the one, the number one thing, as someone who's watched a lot of Corridor Crew artist react videos, the one thing that always messes up like um, facial capture or like CG faces or something is an unmotivated upper lip movement, and it just the lips start moving around and looking weird. And so it seems like, uh, at least in, in terms of like how your muscles actually move your lips around, they've got that more down than other <laughs> developers do. 
and that's usually like a really big sign. Well, because like, a lot of games do that right. thing where they they like make your upper lip hiss. Yeah. You do like the S thing <laughs> on most yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's, I get that it's very difficult. Because like, if you're doing lip sync by hand, that's an incredible amount of effort. If you're doing oh, it sure. with technology, it's prone to failure <laughs> at certain mm -hmm. points. So, and, 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 and it's hard to do right. In case your name is uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, where I don't even know what you were going for. <laughs> I don't even know Everything what was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, see, the it's thing with that is, they, the, like the main this. character... The main character isn't actually a person <laughs> in Mass Effect and Drama. They're they're like hybrid space snake people. That's why they always do that. <laughs> That's they those are the lizard people that jaw. escaped Earth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but why I will say I, I I can see I can sense a games club coming on for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, absolutely. Very excited. Uh, well, then I have to get it so we can play it. Yeah, we <laughs> gotta get the whole whole gang in on that one. Um, I was I was planning on just getting it for holiday time, but yes, I have to get it now. It's holiday time, Alex. It's Halloween. We're, we got to be in the spirit. It's Halloween. You know what I mean? Generic winter <laughs> holiday. Generic happy See, holiday. I'm seeing, for, I'm seeing stuff for early Black Friday deals already. It's it's kind of horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. I think it was like Best Buy's doing their Black Friday early. Yo, whoa, what's going on? I can't wait for more people to be stampeded to death. <laughs> Never gets old. Never. <laughs> Never. All right, and we also have... This mother wanted a flat screen for her kids, but she's not coming home tonight. <laughs> she's the one trampled flat by the entire On that people. note, our last... <laughs> why, did I, why did I go so dark? Let him you keep go. going. You keep going. You gotta, you gotta stop the bit at some point. <laughs> the last... Uh, thing that we've gotten impressions of that's a little bit further out is Shin Megami Tensei Five, and initial hands-on preview impressions from most outlets are pretty positive, which is exciting. A, nice. a game that has been a long time in the coming, <laughs> announced with oh, yeah. the Switch, and is just now starting to release alongside Bayonetta 3, so... That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been like almost five years, a little over five years at this point. Maybe for Shin Megami Tensei Five. so... It's, yeah, it's been a while. I, I enjoy my quality Digimon spinoff. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that wow. is a lot to take in. Let's note that that did not come from me. I did not say that. <laughs> I say that's, that in a loving evil. way because I like you. It's clean on this one. <laughs> that's actually twisted of you. You, you are a crazy person. <laughs> Maybe the most uh, awful phrase I've heard such, on this show. That had such white energy, and yet it did not come from my mouth at all. <laughs> it's spreading. <laughs> well, before it spreads too far, let's talk about something that is spread far open and very wide. The Halo Infinite campaign. Okay. You brought it back, ladies and gentlemen. I, wasn't I, was, I know that one was a reach, but I was going for it. It, it was a what? It was, oh, it, was a, a, it was a reach. reach. Maybe like a reach around, you know? Like 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 a Halo Reach, <laughs> Halo Reach around, yeah. What uh, an interesting segue. <laughs> so Halo just, Infinite, because you didn't think of it first. <laughs> so Halo Infinite had a campaign overview published uh, the Monday that we're recording this podcast on, and they went over finally what your sixty dollars gets you <laughs> mm -hmm. in the game. What does it get you, Ryan? You get a campaign. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I had extremely, not not even necessarily low, but like confused impressions about like how they were possibly gonna justify like a, a solely single player experience for sixty dollars as a Halo game. 
Like even even when ODST came out, that was forty bucks, and it came with all the Halo Three DLC because Microsoft was like, "You're not going to be able to sell this for full price." Even though it's it's a great yeah. game, it's probably my favorite story in the Halo universe. It's not. I, I don't even think I would buy it for sixty bucks. But this this looks like it it, it has potential to be worth it if you're not getting it on Game Pass for yeah. some reason. Um, then it looks like it could have potential to be worth that amount because I mean like. They're not it, it didn't seem like they were going full open world. It seemed like they were doing just like you have levels or areas. They're just the way they, they phrased it made it sound a lot like how the newer Metro games handle their worlds where you're going mm-hmm. to or Dishonored is probably a good example. You go to this large level that you have a ton of stuff to do in and like multiple different objectives. Some of them are probably optional. And then once you're done with that, you can move on to the next area. Mm-hmm. Which so I like, would argue yeah, is kind of open world, but not quite. Which I would argue is actually very in spirit with Combat Evolved in a lot of yeah. ways. A little bit, yeah, for sure. Especially like like the one that comes to mind is uh, I forget the name. Silent of the cartographer. Off the top of my head. Uh, well, that that's one of them. But also, uh, you know, the, the first mission when you crash on the ring and you're going around and picking up dudes in the warthog and stuff like that is just Halo. A gigantic... Yeah, that's the first mission. That was the... I'm pretty no, sure the well, mission well, is just I... called Halo. Is it really? oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I could be wrong. It might be like the, what it's called. Like the sound. You know which one I'm talking about. Like, like yeah, it's, yeah. it feels very in spirit of that, where it's like yeah. you got these three locations. You can just kind of drive to whichever one you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if that's and I do vaguely remember um, when they had first announced that they were talking about how they're taking a lot of inspiration from CE. Yes. So yeah, that makes they, sense. They definitely talked about that. I do want to say, I do want to say. Um, I'm usually not the guy that hates on open world game tropes. Y'all know me. That's my however, that is that is Brett's, no, that's Brett's, that's Brett's gimmick. However, I will point out that at the three minute and forty three yes. second <laughs> mark in the video, I saw what I thought was some sort of bandit camp thing, which made me a little concerned. They said that. They said that in the trailer. They were like, there right. are camps that you can clear, essentially. They're taking right. some stuff from Far Cry in this game. <laughs> I hope they don't go too Skyrim. overboard with it. Yeah. As and long as most of it is to... optional, I'm okay with it existing. Because yeah, then I have an excuse it's... to keep playing it, right? Like, I well, want that side content to be there as a reason for me to play the game more once I'm done with it, rather than a thing I need to do to continue the story, if that makes sense. Right. right. I mean, if it's there just, just to add some some stuff to do, you know, I'm... And it's completely optional. Maybe you get some sort of, however the upgrade system works, maybe it's tied into that. Instead of way. replaying the campaign ten times like I do every other Halo game, I can now you can just save world. all the Marines or something. Yeah. yeah. Spe- speaking of which, we do have, like, it looks like some sort of skill tree or upgrades yes. Yes. menu. Um, really? They showed that for, like, half a second. Yeah, they did, <laughs> they did not, not give us a lot to work with. They did not but give it us... looked like the menus were, like, big. Like, there was a lot of aspects that you could change. And it's... It, I like normally I feel like uh like alternate universe Brett would be like uh, uh, this is terrible and I would like just seize up and be like not in my Halo game but it just it feels very out. in line <laughs> it feels very in line with um what uh some of the characters in like the books would do because like yeah the Spartan armor is like a like a high tech suit of of stuff and they like tweak yeah. it and stuff to change different aspects of things. So I'll be very curious to see what they do with that. And from like the story stuff that they showed, I the the most disappointing thing for this for the trailer for me is that they're still considering the fact that Halo Five exists, 
and that's just kind of a mistake yeah, they from like my point of view. Yeah, they state that in the thing they're following up on Halo 5. Yes. <laughs> I am always, if you have like an entry in your series that maybe wasn't the best, I'm always a fan of embracing it rather than just retconning it entirely. Yeah, in but they, they, they specifically they like call it out. They call it out and they retconned every other aspect of it. Like Master Chief does not have the Halo 4 or 5 armor. The Halo 4 or 5 aesthetic is completely gone. So nothing looks like it would have continued from Halo 5. So why even bring well, those it up? are I mean, those are like for the most part, like a lot of it is explained via lore, but a lot of it is very like cosmetic changes. Which well, yeah, Halo still series has always had cosmetic it is, but it's but sloppy and I don't like it. Well it's, speaking, it's, speaking of cosmetic changes, what I'm interested in here. So does this mean that Master Chief does or does not have his cod piece back? His cod piece is back. Don't of course worry. it his is. Of course it back. is. It's back. It's, it's, it's he's, it. he's protected. He's yes. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> he's once again a um, tank like individual. Exactly. Nice. Um, but Him and his other things balls are protected. <laughs> <laughs> the the other things that they like alluded to in the story, uh, I I liked. I like how they have a very obvious, just straight up like not Cortana, and it's mm-hmm. it, it sounds like she's voiced by the, um what's her name, the same lady that does. Mm-hmm. Is it Jessica Taylor? And I'm am I just mi- maybe I yeah. So? I don't. I, I think so. Right. That sounds, that sounds um, right to me. Something with a J. Uh, yeah. But it, it I like how she's very obviously just like so naive and stupid because she was probably programmed like yesterday or something <laughs> and, we also learned she's called the weapon <laughs> i know which which is kind of stupid but also hilarious because it. one of master chief's best coasts is just i need a weapon and jen taylor now, is her her name there you go there you go C- close enough I, 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 yeah. jessica taylor all jen all jen's <laughs> and jessica's just blur together in my brain <laughs> I do like the contrast of like she sounds kind of sweet and innocent, but she's also called the weapon, which yes. I, I kind of like. It's it's that's that's a pretty cute little uh, mm-hmm. detail, I'd say. Because um, she's she said that she was weapon. designed specifically for finding Cortana, so it's almost like if she's like super new or something. This is total like conjecture. None of this is confirmed yeah. at all. This is just me thinking of yeah. Um, like it's almost like she doesn't know what her purpose is and it probably maybe she'll end up doing something like she really actually, powerful or really Brad, that's bad. that's not conjecture she says that in the trailer she says i don't know oh. why i was sent to do this but i was well, sent that to was right. was kill so, cortana that's what or i find so interesting lines. about her and that was something from um the 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 small like story th- uh uh trailer or whatever that they yes. had a little while ago where she's like hey i yeah. was sent to do a task and i shouldn't still be around why am i why am I still here? And like, that's, that's a pretty, for an AI that was made to do a specific thing. That's a pretty interesting, like start mm-hmm. for a character arc. So I'm pretty intrigued already to see where that goes. Cause I think that's really interesting. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see that as well. Uh, and looking more pe- at the stills we have from the trailer that shows the like skill tree. It's not super outlandish. I do see a little, there's a little thing, a little tab in this menu called targets oh and now i want to throw my wild Foundation speculation targets? out here which they do have named bosses with health they bars do. above they them do in the in the trailer so that's probably what that so is. so i'm wondering this is pure conjecture that i i don't think is going to happen are we going to get a nemesis system in this game Ooh, yeah god i cool. wish that, that would be really cool be, actually that <laughs> needs to be uncopywritten that was a crime that it's 
taken away from us and sequestered just into the... I, yeah that, that is maybe warner <laughs> warner's worst copyright is that system such a, a silly decision but yeah it kind is. Of. i did see one of the possible upgrades now i didn't play the uh the the what was it called the I guess the beta or the, the, the preview, technical the flight. preview, excuse me. Um, but I don't think the grappling hook electrocuted people from what I saw. I not. So nope. that looks like it's one of the upgrades you can get, which nice. is actually pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> like if it's upgrades yeah. like that, that change the functionality and not just like, you know, there were definitely things that I noticed in the trailer that we got today that look very different from the multiplayer. So I, I think this is going to be a halo game where they, the multiplayer and single player mechanics look like they might be largely separate. Which I'm you totally mean you can fine do with. that <laughs> in a bungee related product. What? I well, <laughs> you you already hit on the destiny thing, so let's just not even. There let's goes just, my let's just not point. even use the B word here or the D word here today. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm I'm excited to see how this comes out, and it's heading yes. to us very soon. So. Very soon. They also showed a cool, like, boss like elite character. uh, Yeah. With a, like, double energy sword type thing. I immediately got, uh, what are they called? Um, Marauder. Doom Eternal. From uh, from Doom Eternal. Yeah. Yeah, That's immediately what I thought of. And I'm still going to say it. Grappling hook, a fusion core, and then throwing it to blow up stuff is still awesome. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And having having done that a few times in the multiplayer, it does do a lot of damage. So it's actually worth doing and not just like stupid and hard. And it looks um, like they brought back um friendly like UNSC NPCs soldiers, which yes, is definitely. always great to yes. see. That that's something I have so missed from well, cuz they also like, then immediately games. showed them driving off a cliff. <laughs> With yeah, these they, they, they was like, oh, there's going to be like a cool platform down there. And they just kept going. No, there's... Yep. And then they just cut, all right, many cut people it. In the, cut many it. people in the comments have pointed out, it's like, don't worry, you're safe now. Proceed to drive off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very that's, funny, like, 10-second sequence. That's, that's, that's what I was going to point out next, is that they really seem to be uh, picking up on something else that I thought was really missing from, from 4 and 5. More, more 5 than 4. Um, is that, like, to to every other human that is like a like a normal person fighting in this conflict, Master Chief is like he's a demigod pretty much. Like he he's maybe not like like the sole savior, but he's done a lot of things to help people not all be dead. And like in in Halo One, you have like the guys that'll sit in in your turret on the Warthog and go like woo when you're going over jumps and stuff, and like uh like just having banter between each other and stuff. Um, Adding a little uh little nathan fillion in there exactly yeah yeah um and and then three they Flare. had like even even the elites are like respecting you and you have like that that that's where it kind of came to the head and then in four you had like oh what if we had someone that hated you and then they forgot to just leave it with one person and then everyone except for one character disliked the master chief for no reason other than yeah. that they're stupid mm-hmm. uh and then in five they just removed it entirely because nobody has a character in that game I mean, and there now, are NPCs in Five, like like just nameless, you know, yeah. soldiers that run around. But you don't get that feeling that like you're the reason that these people are here, that they can get through this in the story. You're the reason that they can get through it in the game because if you don't do anything, all of your AI companions will die and not revive each other. I, I think, but, yeah, I no, I, I think a lot of that came from a desire to like we want to change your perception of Master Chief and make him more of a character, which at it didn't its work. 
at its heart is an admirable goal, and I actually approve of that. I I just don't think they did a very good job. No, and I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you one here. I think they're going to do a good job here from just like what they've shown on the trailer. He 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 talks more, but that could easily just be like condensing of his lines, like of mm-hmm. like 17 lines of the whole game being in like a six minute trailer. Um, but it it seems like he almost has like a like not not necessarily like a like a father daughter but like old man and like apprentice relationship with not Cortana cuz no. like she'll she'll just say something and and he'll like finish her sentence with just like i'm going to kill them instead and it's just like okay okay that's you know what not only slightly... not okay, only no, is that what i would say too but he said it cooler so now i'm still living vicariously through him which is what they wanted by giving him like one line of dialogue in the whole game but now he has a character behind it. So I, I think I, they're, they're getting that meshing of both worlds yeah. there. He's a quiet yeah, I, protagonist instead of a silent protagonist. Yes, exactly. I do kind of wish that his the lines they did give him were like a bit more like clever. Please don't ha- start making Master Chief quip. Please don't. He doesn't no, 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 need, I'm he not doesn't, saying please quips. Don't. <laughs> Let, listen, listen. I'm not saying quips. What I'm saying is I want more I'm giving the Covenant back their bomb type of lines. He that's a, that's a quip. This was this was on the same level. He you get why you get like maybe three of those per Halo game, and that's why they stand out and they're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You get you get like the wake me when you need me. You get the uh, sir finishing this fight. Like that's the he he says like silly things like the thought I'd shoot our way out, mix things up a little, like those sort of things where it's not like quite quip level, but it's like right before where it's like oh that's awesome. <laughs> You, you don't want chocolate cake for every meal. It's it's yeah, exactly. Subtle, but there's but there's like I'm trying to figure Sometimes out. Sometimes yeah, Master Chief doesn't need to be James I'm not Bond. asking for like a quippy like Nathan Drake protagonist sort of. I'm not asking for that. Just to be clear, but I felt like there was there was like a, a little. A, a well, it's because games constantly to fail to walk the line, right? Like there are tons of games that try to walk that line. Of having a protagonist that has character and isn't quippy, but also like talks a decent amount, it's super hard to do because you either fall on the side of they're just boring, and you get a boring character, or you fall on the side of now they're just a quip monster like you'd seen in a Marvel movie and no one likes them. So yeah, right. And I'm not asking for that again. I just feel like the the, the quips that he did have in like especially you know two or three or something had like a bit more of like a. I'm trying to figure out like how to describe it. They had a bit more of like a punch to it, I guess. And maybe that's just like nostalgia and rose-tinted glasses talking. That's definitely part of it. But I want to say they were like slightly more clever. If that makes sense. Maybe they didn't want to show their more clever ones off yet than Wyatt. Because yeah, I thought they, these they, were again, fine. Again, they get like four or five of those at the most before it gets bad. So yeah. They probably want to hide those lines. Would be my bet. If those I would also there. argue that this is a probably a significantly longer. It seems like it's going to be a longer game. Yeah, they say that this is the biggest campaign Halo's ever had by like. So a we're probably going to get more of those in here just because of yeah, the size sense. of the game. Which yeah, yeah. It, it, it they just, just have to so, be spaced out because that's not Master Chief. If he starts cracking jokes all the time, it's like I'm not, again. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm That's saying it. to continue. <laughs> yeah. I'm not always attacking you, Wyatt. I, I think what we're saying oh. is that I, I personally do not trust 343 to not have that be the result of them trying oh, to write a better Master Chief. That, that's what I'm afraid of. 
is I not... hope that's not the case. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. It's it's not that they've never written Master Chief well. Four had a yeah. very well written chief. So it's just they keep writing they everything can else back. Do it. Yeah, right. For everything what else I'm saying is, is they can do it. They just haven't done it in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and a while means five, because they haven't made anything else. It's just, that's it the was such a, part. Such a it's sore been a spot. Very long <laughs> break. Feels, for Halo. It feels forever ago, man. Because it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was 2015, wasn't it? Oh, no, 2013. Oh, what? God. What? what? <laughs> Hold on, are you talking about five or four? Five. About five, five. Or four? <laughs> Five was fifteen. Okay, good. I'm right. right. Or sixteen. <laughs> fifteen or sixteen. So I, I was like, I, wait I a minute. Excuse I me. I thought you were talking about four. I thought you were talking no, about I like four. 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 I which think was four 13. is pretty fun. Four is a fun game. Four doesn't have my favorite aesthetic, but it, I think it's still a very enjoyable yeah. Halo game. Aside from that one cool. bit where you have to like fly a ship and it's horrible. That one bit's awful, but the rest of it's oh, great. Oh, the what was it called? Like the. Uh, Excalibur is it, is short, or whatever, or the, the short the, sword. Yeah, short it's the sword, one. The, it's the one close to the end where you just gotta like do a trench run, like Star Wars style, like some things the, keep spawning from off screen. The, the, and the, the Japanese and sword. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it was. It's a cool I don't idea. Remember being a fan. See, my my experience I is I played when it, when it opened up, but not in like. I played that game for the first or... time with a friend in co-op on the hardest difficulty. Oh and that yeah, specific segment was so much That's, harder than any other part of the game. That, that can't be a co-op segment. It just shouldn't have been. No, it's awful. Because if one person it, messed it, it up, you just both die. One flies and the other one shoots? No, it's, it's like, There's I'm pretty two. sure it's split screen, you both do it. But if one person oh, gets scary. wrecked, you both immediately go back to the start. Oh, so, God. It might be they should have done different now. With... No waiting for the other guy to respond here. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> yeah, it's real uh. rough. It's a rough segment. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine single player, but it was not great multiplayer. Uh, so yeah, that's is that our Halo discussion? Did we do it? Did we get through it without even comparing it to Far Cry? Halo. <laughs> Don't start now. I, I just want to say again, the, the music is probably the yeah. is another highlight yeah. for me because it's the most Halo-y music. And I've, I've liked a lot of the music from 4 and 5, to be fair, but it was also very different. So it's nice... That with this because they're very we've got the like sweeping orchestral yeah. does it make you want to sing it in a bathroom with your bros yes no. <laughs> that, that's the point exactly it feels it feels new but also very nostalgic yeah it, 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 does, it feels balanced i i i like music from four a lot but from four and five it felt like they were trying to like like almost afraid to use the halo theme like ever and it's like master chief's still the main characters. I'm like, that was like connected to Cortana or something. Like you can still use that. That's the they name definitely of the wanted, game. They definitely wanted atonement, which was the, uh, the main menu song from four, I think to be like the new theme, which I like a lot, but it's a very like it's pretty not the same. Piece. You can't take, you can't the take the halo theme away, right? Exactly. You can't do that. Cause it's so synonymous oh, can, with just games a as a whole. I mean, no one's going to respect it. If you do, you, you atonement is a very no good did. theme. It's just not, it should not have been the like overarching theme of the game when you've got the Halo theme running in the background. So, all right. It it still gives me chills whenever I hear it because I'll, I'll you know listen to video game music while I'm working or something, and I I put it on I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it's a very pretty piece. Now, Alex, I think I can confidently say you are the least invested of us in this the success of this Halo game. <laughs> <laughs> 
and so actively rooting for it to fail. Wow, <laughs> that, that is a, that is not what I was going for. But I okay, am, I you are just not. you're taking a shotgun and firing all the shots tonight, my guy. Jeez, what, what, what did I say? I said I was not actively. Oh, it, we picked oh, up it was. Like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> On no, our end, it said you were. I, I'm not that malicious of a person. Due to your family. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, hey, Halo Rat Combat Evolved. Halo Combat Evolved Rat killed my family. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. I got a needle spike to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, in the I'll, spirit... I'll be watching it from afar. I'll be cheering it on. In the spirit of Halo and Halloween... It's time to, to play our game, and today we're going to give a spooky makeover <laughs> to a Nintendo franchise, all right? Now, oh I want my. you to tell me what Nintendo franchise would best be envisioned as a Halo Infinite-type horror game. Now, it's up to you what you interpret that phrase to mean. Oh, I know they're not. It's up to you what you interpret that phrase to mean, but you need to describe <laughs> to me what a Halo Infinite horror game is. And how you're <laughs> right, right. You you are taking Nintendo character is gonna fit, and you're grabbing like a thousand. Different oh, I described things. peanut butter and like potato chips. All right, we just, <laughs> we're, we're getting weird with this. It actually, doesn't sound terrible. Ryan, I got you. I am good to go. I Metroid is banned. Metroid is banned from the go. from competition for this. All right, Alex, assumed, you I are assumed. first. Animal Crossing. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Paint me a picture, right. Alex. All right. What does this look yeah. like? Especially, especially with the 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 newest game, the the newest Animal Crossing game in the series. There's been some funny memes about thinking, oh, oh, th this character kind of seems like a murderer. And those of you who played Animal Crossing know what I'm talking about. No, it's of course. that goat that is dressed as a clown. Oh, yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. He's and on my they, island and I can't and, get rid of him. And there there you can't get rid of him. He does suspicious things on night. If you walk by his house at the night, there have been people and I don't know if this is a joke. It seems realistic at this point because of how just how ridiculously creepy he is. You can hear things coming from the house that sound like screaming <laughs> or the oh whacking of a weapon. <laughs> well, so, so what it actually is is him at the toolbox cuz in Animal Crossing they make noises when they're making DIY crafts. It does sound like someone hitting a, hitting weapons on a wall. It's like sawing noises. So it's not. Jeez. It's a little creepy. <laughs> so so it it opens like a regular Animal Crossing game, and you do that. It's you know it's maybe maybe it's a DLC or an app or an update for yeah. the current Animal Crossing game, and you you go visit him if he's on your island. If you've somehow not managed to get rid of him, may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> um, if you if you visit him and then. Let's say you, you go to sleep, like you're about to go save your game, done for the night. Um, it doesn't let you save. Oh, no. You wake up in Pietro's basement. Good I think that's Pietro. the good name. Pietro? It is Pietro. Yes, it yeah. is. You're, bringing, yeah, you're awakening memories of my <laughs> You wake up in Pietro's basement. And, and, and you have to get out of there. But, but you're chained up to something. And it's at this point... Where, like, through the dream sequence of when, when you're being kidnapped, but you don't know it and being put in his basement, the, the point of view is going to shift slightly. And it'll still be the Animal Crossing graphical style, but it'll be in first person. 
no. So you yourself, <laughs> in first person, will have your avatar chained to a mattress in Pietro's basement. And you're going to have to get out. But he's left some of those tools that you can hear him using at night uh, by the side. You're going to have to get those. And you get out. But you, you've entered this weird sort of mirror dimension. And I think this is the... Why, why I thought of Animal Crossing first was because there have been so many of the Animal Crossing and Doom memes. Yep. Yes. Is that I feel like combat could be a very fun part of an Animal Crossing game. Especially if it's just like weirdly not brutal. It's just like you hit people with toys and they fall asleep or something. It's super. Yeah, yeah. It looks brutal on the outset, but then it's, it's still e rated game, you know? It just makes you think. It makes like the squeaky hammer noise when you hit people or something. <laughs> Bam. Um, so you have to get out of his basement. There's not really a position of authority on the island besides yourself. Um, there, there's no police office. Um, so you're, you're going to have to... And, and you can't really kill him. Because you can't kill an Animal Crossing game unless you can. I don't. Know. I don't. That did, not really. You gotta like island. make them pissed off enough that they leave your island. So it's it's yeah. either well in in this now first person view, you could maybe run him through a gauntlet of bees. <laughs> You're just do, doing all the devious ways that people torture their villagers in Animal Crossing, except in first person. <laughs> yeah, you become the villain. Wonderful. Now, I also have to imagine you gotta you leave on the plane at some point because the plane in New Horizons can take you to different islands. I'm just imagining that you get to a new island where everyone is Pietro. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it just gets steadily more nightmare. See, that's so much worse. What I was thinking was Pietro was going to be on the wing of the plane. Oh yeah, and you look out the window, he's standing there. It's like that episode of Twilight Zone. Exactly. Exactly. That's All right. Great. Moving on, island. Brett. You were one. ready. Oh, okay. I was ready first, Wayne. Um, well, so <laughs> we got we got we got a fusion of spooky and Halo Infinite somehow, I guess. Um, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're Come gonna out. go Zelda with this one because I think okay. if you kind of adapt the the settings of Twilight Princess to to like a like a spookier open world esque game, um, I'm putting quotes around it because I don't want to fully admit it. Um, <laughs> it, 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 would, it would it would work because yeah, I mean that's okay. need to pee a little. That 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 game has a lot of just like you're 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 riding Epona back and forth, and there's it, I, I I like Twilight Princess a lot. There's really nothing nothing in between the places, and it's not like it's not like Shadow of the Colossus where that's kind of the point. It's just like. Well, you got to ride from place to place. So it's like it we had pretty... a limited amount of development time, and we needed the yeah. horse to be there. So there's just some landscapes for you to scroll through. We made it big, and we put a big orange bloom filter over it, and oh. then we released it. Um, but oh. now, now yeah. it's gonna be spooky, <clears throat> and we're gonna we're gonna really double down on because it this like the Twilight Realm stuff is is freaky. It's weird. There's like. All, all the weird stuff with like the mask and, and just the aesthetic of it is all very like strangely like stone but like techy at the same time and just really like weird to look at. Also very We're gonna goopy. double down. There's with a that. lot of like goop enemies. There's a lot of goop. There's a lot of goop. 
We're, we're going to have Gwyneth Paltrow. Goop. There's a lot of goop. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, so we're with, with all the theories coming out that that had come out about uh, Breath of the Wild 2 kind of becoming a little bit uh, enveloped with the uh, Twilight Princess stuff and that kind of not being true anymore because it doesn't look like that at all from the one trailer they showed. Um, we're we're going to we're going to we're going to take that and we're going to run with it and we're going to kind of double down on the spookiness of having to save people from the Twilight Realm. And we're going to have a world where you can actually see the progression of you saving people from the spookiness and getting people back to their towns and banishing Twilight Ganon and and all that stuff. Twilight Princess, but again, please. Twilight Princess, but again, Spooky. and more Halo. And more. Yeah, with Halo Infinite, I guess. Hey, it's already got a grappling hook, so. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. There. Two grappling hooks, even. Yep. Ooh. Halo, gotta step up your game. I know. <laughs> Maybe that's an upgrade. Who knows? Not on the level Quad of Twilight Princess. Grappling hook action. <laughs> Motion controls. That's the next step. Oh, God. Oh, Dumb and choke. God. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I hate more than open world. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Wyatt. What have you got for us? All right, I'm gonna set it. I'm gonna set a scene for you. Okay, wonderful. I'm gonna close my eyes. Just paint a picture. Great, great. Really, really try and immerse yourself. So, Halo Infinite really is is inspired by Combat Evolved. We all know this. We've already talked about this. So, let's take three four three Guilty Spark, the mission where you where you first encounter the spooky enemies known as the Flood. We're gonna kind of recreate that in uh, Halo Infinite. Okay. You know, you're walking around, you're seeing a lot of dead bodies, you're seeing you're seeing a lot of, you know, recorded uh footage from Marines being attacked by some mysterious life force form, whatever. <laughs> um and then you open the door and the flood have taken over the bodies of Nintendogs. Oh my god. This is the most <laughs> brutal thing game ever. I've ever <laughs> This is, see people, this is what you get when you talk with someone who enjoyed The Last of Us 2. Now he just wants to kill dogs all the time. My god, <laughs> monster. Look at what Neil Druckmann has caused our youth to become. You probably want a special melee weapon to be a golf club, don't you? <laughs> oh, no. Alright, we're gonna step away gonna from Joe's that. nine iron. <laughs> Continue, Wyatt. What is your, is that it? Is that all you have? <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> oh god, there's more. I actually don't know that much about Nintendogs. I just thought it sounded funny. <laughs> it's, um, it's actual... No, I, I want you to know why Nintendogs is a game where children can pet virtual pets because their parents probably don't want them to have a real pet. And now yes. they pet back. <laughs> a lot harder. <laughs> so I'm just imagining you're sitting with your, your 3DS no, or your Switch now. And you're using the HD rumble to pet just like a zombified flood dog who, if you pet it wrong, bites you and kills you. Yes. The, the, the Joy-Cons, the, the HD rumble has gotten so advanced that the Joy-Cons lift themselves up from the console and makes like a, like a snapping jaw that tries to eat you. That's, that's the Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Labo controller. I mean, Halo Infinite is yeah. very well known for its controller that tries to turn into a jaw and eat you. So Yes. Right. Absolutely. You know, advanced if, controller if not, jaw technology. <laughs> if you're not playing Halo Infinite with your feet currently in a bear trap, you're not playing the game correctly. <laughs> well, I think we can state that Wyatt gets the peanut butter and potato chip award of the most... <laughs> this is... 
inane yeah. combination. The one I definitely most want to play is Twilight Princess again or Animal <laughs> Crossing Pietro. I, I can't really separate them in my mind. So that's <laughs> what I want to see. All right. Oh my god! You gotta get the, you gotta get the actual horror aspect in there. There's nothing more horrific than zombified alien. No, Pietro is more scary. I mean, the the last thing I remember from playing Warframe is my is my little fungus Kubo. Yeah, the, the fungus canine. Kubo. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a fungus. The biggest Kubo. low blow that you can do if you have dogs as an enemy is to, is to have them do, like, the dog whimper when you kill them. Especially if you don't have an option to not do it, right? That's when it gets me. You know, or if you, you try to go on pet a dog. Discussion, right? Or, <laughs> you can't bring up the dog whimper without me getting mad. Last of Us 2 game of the year. If you try to go and interact slash pet a dog, and instead you take out your weapon and... No, don't pet him like that. <laughs> Alright, moving on. We're gonna talk about what we've been playing this week. <laughs> Nintendogs, not anymore. <laughs> Wyatt, I need you to go first to get whatever insanity is about to happen out of the way. I am gonna. So there is a strict time limit for this. Okay. So you yes. you got like okay. ten minutes at the most. In fact, less than you have like seven minutes. To um, give your, your, in heaven. Your weekly, well, I've been playing. I've yep. been playing a lot of zombie stuff recently. Actually, just don't talk about um, any game you want to talk about next week, because next week yes. is our official well, Halloween really episode. Horror, these aren't really horror games, so it's fine. Um, I've been playing more Back for Blood because that game has its nice. uh, its fangs just just right in, right into my hands, and there's nothing I can do. I have to play it more. I have officially finished the story mode or all of the story missions, so that's kind of fun. Nice. Um, Still, still loving it. Still think it's a great game that will only get better with time and updates. Uh, the other thing I've been playing because Ryan was talking about it as we were playing Back for Blood, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should go go back and play that. Been playing Dying Light again. Um, I think I'm enjoying it more the second time around um, because I kind of it took me a really long time the first the first time to like get the the parkour down and like get a good flow going uh whereas this time it, you know it was a lot quicker because i you know called upon some old muscle memory <laughs> um story still sucks it it sucks it sucky sucks sucks suckage sucks um but the melee combat's really fun um some of the wacky weapons they have is really fun um the parkour is just like the game came out in 2015 and it feels better can, than games that come out today yeah it, by like parkour, a significant degree the parkour was is so well done like it, it hasn't honestly it hasn't aged a day outside of if you kind of get your aim off it'll like teleport you to a ledge but that's more of just like a safety precaution than it is like a bug yeah. or anything i'm not really upset about it at all I was th that was like the most shocking thing was just how well that parkour system holds up. I do hope they add some more things in the second one. Um, some things from Mirror's Edge, like one thing I liked in Mirror's Edge, where if you're jumping over something, but realistically your legs would hit the ledge, you have to hit C, and you kind of like crouch while you're in midair to like squeeze through a tight jump or something, which was always really satisfying. Uh, I hope they add something like wall running, uh, which I think would really kind of round out the parkour kit quite a bit. Um, and and hope God a better story, but um, but no, uh, it's been very, it's been very zombie themed for me, uh, which you know, 
Brett's very jealous of, of course. I ain't gonna say anything. <laughs> yep. I'm not, I'm not gonna feed the fire. <laughs> no, I gotta add on because I've been playing a lot of Dying Light as well. It's kind of my yearly Halloween game. I inevitably end up playing through at least half of it again. Holds up very well. And if if the story doesn't bother you, if the gameplay is very good, it is it's definitely worth playing. Especially because the combat, the melee combat is just like first person melee combat has not been this good in like any other game. Basically. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's the chivalry jank. games can kind of fit with it, but like melee combat is just so hard to get right, especially with first person. So yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of weight to it. Anything else, Wyatt? Um, I don't think so. It's mostly just been playing that stuff until Guardians comes out, and then I'm probably going to play literally nothing else until I finish Guardians. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Some uh, some Battlefield here and there. Uh, to kind of wash the bad taste of uh, 2042 out of my mouth. I'm, I'm playing back. Battlefield 5. It's coming back, Wyatt. Wash my mouth out. I'm playing Battlefield 5. 2042's <laughs> coming. It's like, Even Brett prefers 5 over that's 2042. That's the thing. That's that I agree with you. <laughs> like using apple cider vinegar to wash the taste of throw up out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, other than that, that's that's been about it. All right, who wants to go next? Migo. I um so I have I have not been playing the Blue Point remake. I have not been playing the PS3 re-release. I have been playing OG Shadow of the Colossus on the PS2. Um the tagline of which is uh you are a a, a little boy who just wants to save his girlfriend by defeating giant rock monsters at 10 FPS. And, uh, it couldn't be more accurate oh. than that. Um, <laughs> and and I think and I think and this is something that uh, who a couple of people who've been watching me play kind of pointed out is that like you open the map up or you like get on a rock and you you look out into the distance and just the way that they they made it so that there is no distance fog it's just you can see everything in front of you. This is a PS2 game, people. Like holy crap! They like I I am fine. With having just like the innate jank of we still somehow have not gotten comfortable with 3D after like tenish years or something at this point, and like the 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 kind of garbage run speed, but like I don't really, I don't really care too much about that stuff because it holds up really well. <laughs> and uh, the, the only reason I'm playing it is because I I just don't feel like plugging my uh my PS4 in and and re-signing up for PS Plus to get. Um, the remake for free, uh, but yeah, it 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 still holds up super well, and it's totally done the thing that it's done to like everyone else that I've I've watched and heard talk about it, where it's just like the world is just so well made, and it just it just totally sucks you in, and it's kind of incredible because and I, and I mentioned this in the in the Discord for the chat here, um, for the podcast rather, uh, that it's just, it does like multiple things like wrong, like if. If another studio today tried to do the same thing and and had the same constraints to where they just like either did not want to or could not put anything in the world other than lizards and fruit, it would probably be garbage. But something about just the complete emptiness of the entire Forbidden Lands, except for you and your horse and your still dead girlfriend and the lizards and fruit, 
it, it's just so enchanting and just the the style of the game and how um and then this is something that i do prefer uh, with the original over uh what blue point did with it just the way that like things look and how everything's just so washed out and abandoned looking if it's so well and that kind of makes it the reason that you that you explore and and keep going like not only to get through like the the boss rush of the 16 colossi but just to get to the next like super unique looking really pretty area like you're going through dark forests with a ton of trees and there are god rays and this is a ps2 game rays no (laughs) i refuse (laughs) i refuse 16 times the todd rays four times the size of halo infinite um (laughs) but yeah basically the the thing that brought me through is is uh basically just it being so impressive for the time that that it came out and so much so that i think there are a few games because i mean for me like again like ryan said it was my gimmick i don't like the open world games very much kind of what kind of because of what they've become with like they just have to be so full of like optional garbage basically where so- sometimes they're fun things to do but a lot of the time it just feels like padding or stuff that i don't care about and like i want to do it if i want to do it i don't want to have 90 million waypoints on a compass pointing me in that direction i i like opening up my map like oh am i going the right way and then no i, I took a wrong turn here now i have to figure out where to go next because there's no icons it's part of the gameplay is the exploration and it feels very classic in that regard um and it's something that probably people would call bad game design nowadays because you have people saying that invisible walls in Metroid is bad game design. And uh, that's 2021, people. Mm. Um, but yeah, it holds up super well. The soundtrack is uh, like... I'd, after listening to the full thing now, it's it's up there with, with Nier for me and just being complete knock-it-out-of-the-park gold. Um, and yeah, it's just amazing. If... if I, I, it's more available now, so if any of you guys haven't played it, or if anyone else who's listening hasn't played it, definitely give it a shot because it's not even it's not even that hard. Yeah, I've played the original. I haven't played the remake, but I want. I've to, been I've been planning on picking up the remake because it's definitely because I mean the only um, Team Eco game I've ever played, unfortunately, was uh, Last Guardian. Last Guardian's <laughs> fine. Yeah, that's it's oh, it's it's I a very if it. you if you don't like it, you will not like it at all. That's the kind of thing with yeah. that game. <laughs> Last Guardian, I I so wanted to love it because i loved the concept so much and when it worked i was like this is awesome but getting that stupid dog to do anything was so frustrating that i just noped out <laughs> i couldn't do it stupid dog, you made me look bad um but no it's it's something i've been meaning to play for a long time actually um so you've motivated me more <laughs> to, you should to it up yeah. And and from what you say about the dog, uh you're going to you're going to hate the horse because <laughs> my god, they uh they 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 specifically programmed in just random chance for him to not listen to you or her. I don't know if Agra was a boy or a girl. And I mean it's a this game came out in like what 2006, but I'm not going to spoil it anyway, but like things happen later and I before I thought it was sad, but when I played it now I was just like I don't care. <laughs> mm, I'm wow. going to be honest with you. Which is sacrilege to some people, I guess. But uh... now, now I think uh, you you didn't get the point of the game, Brett. I don't remember what happened because it's, it's, it's been enough. like ten years, but you didn't get the point. So uh, you go play it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to. I've I've already done all the time attacks. 
on normal. Now I have to replay the entire story again on hard yep. and then do all the time attacks on hard so Why? I can get the lightsaber at the end. Because Light I wanted to get the brown horse, Wyatt, all right? And guess what? I got the brown horse and now the horse is brown. And the same thing is going to happen to it that it did last time and I'm going to go. What color was the horse before? It was black before. Agro was black oh. and now he's brown. Oh. And then I think if I do all the things on hard mode, you get, you get a nice shiny white. Oh. Wait, you get a lightsaber? Yes. Because that—that's—it's—it's that, it's the eco sword. People just yeah, call it a lightsaber. lightsaber whatever. Brown horse. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Holy crap! Before this devolves further, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about, Brad? Uh, no. It's very good. If you're not going to play the game, at least listen to the soundtrack because it's—it's it's incredible. It's or so just cool. play the game. It's very easy to access, right? Just, you have no excuse. It's like four different versions of it you can get over on to most my platforms. PS5 as we speak. PS related. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex, you've been having a good time with some games. I had. Oh, what I've been playing, not not necessarily in in the <laughs> Halloween theme. No, no, no this yeah, is our Halloween. no, no, no. This is our lightning up Halloween theme is next week. Okay, yes. okay. things get real I, spooky. I I had again. And I was getting so interested in what Brett was saying, I completely forgot what I wanted to remind <laughs> myself to play, and I didn't write it down. Um, what I've what I've been playing has been I've gone back to Uncharted Four because I got mm. bored with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, what was the? I, I am right. curious. What was the breaking point for you with Odyssey? Uh, the the after story quests were just going on too long. I don't. It's, there wasn't enough to carry you through there, it. There's been more endings in it than there has been in Lord of the Rings. Wonderful. <laughs> anything, anything after like whatever happens with your family, I just I I, I did, did the family. Not care. I did the cult. Wow. Okay. Was, you got farther than I did. The 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 final Ghost of Cosmos. It was an interesting surprise. I just don't, remember no spoilers in case anyone yeah. does want to finish it, but. Yeah. It it didn't hit Are me as hard as I thought it would. Oh, there there could have been more interesting people, but it it was it was good to okay. Um, it was fine. <laughs> but God, it... I did the yeah, I did the family. I did the 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 cult. Oh, I I did the um like closing off. Um, a. a I I I did the thing where you have to ga gather orbs. To do something with a door, I'm oh, saying yeah. in as in as little spoilery sense as possible. Oh, mm -hmm. Didn't even bother the door. Orbs. Your MacGuffin quest, the door orbs, the dorbs, if you yeah, will, orbs. dorbs, <laughs> magic orbies. <laughs> um, Continue. Dorbies. So, so I did that. I was trying, and you know, because I thought I was good at games, which is. A horrible, horrible fallacy that I keep trying to that I keep telling myself. <laughs> I am, I am, good I am not good at games, and it's not going to get better with age because my reaction time is crap already. Um, I tried to do the Uncharted for speedrun, um, oh. which which you have to complete the game in six hours. I was, oh my God. yeah, Uncharted Four is pretty big, isn't it? It's intense. It's a long. It's probably the longest Uncharted game. It's like, significantly. I, I don't remember where I screwed up, but there was a point to which I had like only ten minutes of leeway, and I was 
uh, like th- three, three and a half hours through the game. And you're not using any of the modifiers. It's just like straight I, up. Just... I am on, sorry, there, there was a bug on the screen. Um, I played on Explorer difficulty, which gives you aim assist. Okay, but you're not doing any of like the bottomless clip, like infinite no. ammo type of stuff. Okay. No. Um, I, I had, so I essentially had six, 600 seconds in which I had to use optimally. If I screwed around for more than 600 seconds, I was done. And you had a lot of time left on that run. And it's like, it still counts uh, towards death. Uh, like the entire death animations uh, counts the timer. Cutscenes count. You can skip through some of them, but not uh, all of them. Um, it doesn't count when you <laughs> pause it. Thank God. Um, but it, you know, for the death, it doesn't set back the timer for when it continues the timer going. And it can, especially in the driving section, which is my favorite part of the game, it was horrible on the speedrun thing. It made me so anxious because there, <laughs> at some points, you have to go far back so far in in the 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 just amazing chase sequence. Um, but I ended up being, I, I think, like. 28 minutes off oh, oh I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm gonna try it again and I, and I also I also trying for like other achievements I I don't know if I was to platinum a game I would want it to be uncharted for just because I've said it's my favorite for so long and I maybe save it for a rainy day you know go back to it yeah, at some point know. when there's a drought of games there, there there's enough, yeah we're in October, fun... so it's not that right now <laughs> yeah. yeah there's there's a fun achievement that I tried to do where it's after you reunite with Elena and you're trying to steal a jeep back, uh, there's a thing where okay, you cannot kill or hurt anyone in this in this like span of time. Just run through the level, what? Um, and steal the jeep back and drive out of there. The achievement's called Just Floor It. Because I know and... exactly what level you're talking about. So like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously? And just and just drive out. Yeah. The problem is, I did fine. I did not hurt anyone. I was still, you know, like booking it speed style, you know, you jumping instead of climbing. <laughs> um, and right before I get out of the gate, uh, that's going to put me into the next area and give me the achievement. Some asshole NPC jumps in front of the van. Oh and I run no! You got Russian dash cam, dude. <laughs> oh my god! That's, oh, awful. that's terrible. That's... That's tragic. That's that's awful. Naughty dog, did you dirty? Did you naughty even? Oof. <sighs> All right. Anything else, Alex? Brett, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud um, of you. <laughs> You're learning. Uh, I don't. I might be revisiting Fallout Four, um, for the for the Halloween thingy. Yeah, that is a nice, creepy. spooky Boston game. Very fun. All right. Boston's just spooky in general. So hey, I mean, I live here and it's pretty. <laughs> it I actually, is like Boston, spooky village. <laughs> All right, so I've I've had a, f- a couple of things on my list. Most of them the same thing as Wyatt. So we played some Back for Blood. We played a lot of Dying Light, and Thanks both of those games very fun. Uh, I'll probably talk a little bit more about Dying Light next week, but I have been doing. So you all know there's a game I like to play called Final Fantasy XIV Online Shadowbringers. 
I don't All think right, you've ever talked about this. Please tell us more. So I can now officially talk. I have like authority, a general small level of authority now because I've done the hardest like in-game content that is not the thing you have to play for like 60 hours to beat it. The so, Nier Automata raid? No, I've done the, the Nier Automata raid is like barely hard. It's it's hard, but it's the kind of thing where like it's a 24 man, you can mess up a lot. So I've been doing mm. eight man savage raiding with my free company guild. And what Savage Raiding is, is a very, very difficult, like, timed thing where you're fighting a, a single boss and you have a ton of stuff you're dealing with, depending on your role. So I play healer, which means I basically have to just minimize the amount of mistakes that happen from everyone else. But of course, I'm also trying to not make the mistakes myself, yeah. which usually doesn't work great. <laughs> not that amazing. We've been doing fine, but it is, like, a very crazy experience doing that level of, like, coordinated thing where you need eight people in a Discord call, like, keeping track of what's going on. It's a very different game experience than what I've done before. Even playing, like, competitive league is not similar in in any way of, like... Because it's less stressful because there aren't that many stakes for losing. You maybe lose, like, five minutes of something. Yeah, you got to give it another run through because the most these fights are ten minutes long. They don't really ever go wow. past that unless they're the crazy, like in-game things that are called ultimates, which are much longer and far more precise. You need like a very coordinated group of people to do that. Mm. But uh, the savage ones are really really fun. They give rewards that are basically just like your your gear. That's very nice. But the great thing is it's just like the fights at their maximum potential, and because the game story is so good. You go through these fights and you just remember the story beats that happened while you were playing through the normal versions of these fights. Because, like, it's the same fight, but as a crazy super boss. Which is very cool. You get to do some some fun stuff with those. Kefka's in it, too, if you like Final Fantasy VI. So, you can go do Kefka. It's a very, very fun Mike set of raids. It. Yeah, Mithril Mike's definitely in it. My guy. Oh, yeah. What a callback. My back. guy with his giant metal face diaper. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, those are. it's a really crazy, unique experience, which is why I want to mention it here. There's not really anything akin to it. Even, it's like other MMOs tend to have the street fight style of fighting where you really need to, you're kind of more reactionary in what you're doing, whereas 14 is a lot more planned out. It's more of like a the dance type analogy. If you're going to be doing the same thing every fight, you just need to get the execution right to not mess it up. And it's more about like, it's more that Dark Souls type of methodology where you really need to just learn the fight and actually do things in the correct order and then you're good. Because once you beat yeah. them and once you, you get them down to a T, they're not that difficult until you have to like relearn it on a different class or whatever. But at the yeah. base level, you just kind of got to get through it with your, your whatever gear you have. It's a very fun thing to do in the lead up to the expansion. Been crazy unique. Then, there's a, a another little game that I've been playing. So, we played talked about Dying Light. You know there's another MMO. I don't think I've actually talked about. It's not even really an MMO, but I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. Path of Exile. I think it's been, mentioned. Mentioned, it's been mentioned once or twice, but I don't think I've actively yes. been playing it since we started the podcast. New League? I know you mention it very all the time outside of the podcast but. well yeah because i so I, I love arpgs arpgs are one of my favorite genres but they're right up next to jrpgs for me 
Uh, I haven't played Path of Exile in a while and went back to it this league to get the new kind of experience. Very, very fun game still. But, man, this dev team has problems. <laughs> oh, no. It has... So, their dev team is great. I, I think they're a very talented team that does a good job generally. But there seems to be this attitude on the team of we're right, the players are wrong. And this is a thing that's kind of happened for a very long time. It's almost very akin to the Destiny Bungie comments that have happened, especially in the lead up to the content vaulting and summer setting. Um, or sun setting. You have the issue summer where... Setting. Yeah, summer setting. <laughs> we're we're going to go to the beach party. Uh, <laughs> it has that this issue where the game is now designed around people that can like spend... 5,000 hours playing it every couple of months oh, because sucks. it's hit the point where there are so many different modifiers in the game. It's so difficult to ever play the game and just make a build without needing a spreadsheet and without needing to go through and do this math God. and everything, which can be fun. Like I'm not saying that's necessarily a huge issue, but it becomes a problem when you play with one of the alternate modes. So this league, I tried for the first time to do solo self-found which means I can't trade with other players for items. I have to make my build based on whatever I get that drops in the game. And I have not found a single good item. <laughs> and I've been playing oh for God. like 15 hours at this point about. And it's the issue where like I need such specific things to, to do a basic build. So my build I'm going for is I'm a character with a two-handed axe that runs around and spins. And I'm just trying to like leech life from enemies to not die. Right? Spin to win, yes. Yeah, spin to win. It's, it's a life leech build, so it's relatively <laughs> defensive. And they're usually pretty easy to do. But because gear is now so hard and enemies are so overtuned in certain parts of the game, to where like, I'll be strolling through the game fine during the story mode, and then I'll do the optional mechanic in that area and get one shot. And I'll just be like, what? excuse me? God. What has happened? <laughs> and it's just the kind of thing where this game needs like something to tell you what killed you. And it's infuriating because there's no like death recap or anything like that. And it can be so infuriating when I suddenly like hit just one enemy that just one shots me and I have no indication of what happened. Especially yeah. when I'm playing like a build that doesn't do a ton of damage, but it's very safe. And it just kind of seems like the issue where they built the system around the players that spend the amount of time they need to get that like 1% build where they have all the gear they need, the stats they need to like basically just never die. And they've geared around being able to kill those players, which means anyone who is not playing with like that written out build guide, that crazy spreadsheet, is now at a superior, like a completely insane disadvantage of being able to play the game on certain areas. And the nice thing is, most of the stuff that is like that is optional. It's not generally in the main content, but once you hit the end game, it just kind of skyrocks, skyrockets the difficulty yeah. of you have to be in this position of like playing optimally. And normally they address this as a problem, but there was an interview they did in the lead up to this Scourge League, which is the new league, where the lead developer, Chris Wilson, was like, we don't really see people building for these speed builds as a problem because that's kind of the point of the game, right? You're, you're meant to make this crazy fast build. The issue is that people figure it out. There's always like a correct answer yeah. to what this build is. So it means you can't experiment with like 90% of the skills in the game because they're useless. Wow. Which is kind of just like this weird stance to take of you're kind of missing the point of a game like Diablo where you have that ability to, to kind of go crazy and try to make a build for a weird skill or something. And that's kind of missing in Path of Exile right now because the content is just so difficult for any character that is not 100% optimized to do. 
People are only Sucks. using the last wish. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's like the thing where like in Destiny, everyone needed to use like Gallarhorn or something for a little while. It's just that yeah. that kind of issue, but it's every time and in a different way, right? They're making the same mistake in different ways every league, which is horrifying to watch. <laughs> It's okay. No, no, no. Don't like no. it. Don't it's a buy it. Oh, Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt. You see, it's it's not like that anymore. You, it, they, it's like that every season. This season just happens to to uh, mm-hmm. to 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 um, I forgot the word. Uh, to last, yeah, last. The the amount of time that this season is going on for is six months. <laughs> But it's yeah. six months, Wyatt. I think Alex Dang. is finally cracked. See, I think the <laughs> so issue with games... and I can't stop playing. <laughs> like Path of Exile and Destiny right now, is the core gameplay is so good that you want to love the game really badly. And then they just continually keep making the same mistakes, and it becomes harder and harder, until I'm like, I'm going to just go play some other game. <laughs> yeah. Which is a shame, because I, I do love Path of Exile, but I think they have, this, especially this league, this major issue of overtuning everything and I, I, part of that is that like this game releases new content every couple of months so it's releasing a completely new set of mechanics and whatnot they obviously don't have a lot of time to test everything and that means things tend to be overtuned at launch that's a problem because launch is your first impression for your new players yeah. and people that are returning and they play for the first week and suddenly everything like kills you all the time they're not going to want to keep playing and then you've lost your player base so yeah, it's an issue I think they really need to sort out. It To me, just seems like they maybe need an, an extra month of development for these leagues instead of doing the three-month cycle, do a four-month cycle. But, yeah, it's the kind of thing that is hard to, to give a good answer for. It's just a very difficult situation. All right. Now, on that happy note, we go to shout-outs. Wow. Oh, wow. We, we, we did it. We've hit the end. I... I'm so thrown off because we didn't start at our usual time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're recording different. on a different day at a different time, so it's slightly different, or earlier in the night. All right, who wants to go first? Who's burning to give a shout out? What excitement! I'll go first. <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, I got to give a shout out. Everyone here at this point knows that Brett and I watch wrestling, and he dragged me into the hellhole that is AEW, and I say that very lovingly. (laughs) I get to see my first live show this week, which is going to be crazy. The Boston show is going to be very fun. Um, But I got to give a shout out to Lance Archer, because man took a crazy looking bump the other night where he like did a moonsault and didn't rotate quite far enough to land safely. And he like. He's he almost fine. landed directly on his head. He did land on his head. He just happened to land at an angle on his head where he was mostly okay, but like it's yeah, it was just barely his elbows took some of it, but his head definitely took I it looked hope you very did. scary. Uh, I hope yeah. you realize you're gonna have to show me this after this. Yeah, I'll show now. you I'll show you the clip afterwards. But it is it was a very scary bump, and everyone on the show did a really good job of like covering for it and ending the match mm. in a way that was definitely probably not the plan, but looked like it could have been the plan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the way I'd put it. And yeah, he's he's mostly fine now. I don't know if we're going to see him soon because he might have a concussion or something from that kind of fall. But that that is like a fall that could have broken his neck if it was For any sure. worse. Yeah. yeah, the crazy worker that did a great job recovering from that. So, all right, who wants to go next? 
I'll go next. Uh, shout out to to Dbrand because they were they've been pulling some some goofy stuff recently. Um, if some you remember, wacky stuff. some wacky stuff. So if you remember, a bit of a history lesson. If you remember, um, around the time the PS5 came out, there were several websites, several companies that were trying to make uh, like side plates, like black side plates or different colored side plates, and uh, uh, Sony kept just saying like, "Nah, you can't make that. Get that off of the." off of the internet you can't sell that anymore and then dbrand came along and was like hey what's up we're dbrand we're kind of like d-bags on social media we're gonna be like come on we're gonna make our own unique we're gonna have the exact same shell but we're gonna have very almost playstation looking symbols but not playstation looking symbols come on sue us sony what are you gonna do and then and then they sued them <laughs> so sad. Um, oh, so sad. Uh, so they weren't allowed to sell those anymore. But now, what they've done in response is they're selling Dark Plates 2.0 or whatever it's called, where it's a new design, like entirely new. To be honest, they look, look. better. <laughs> they look better. The um, the uh, like it like mafia V-neck sort of thing is gone. It's it's toned way down. They have um, they have like fan um ports and stuff so the air flows Ooh. a little bit better they right. have optional like diff multicolored leds and stuff like that it looks really cool um mm -hmm. and and so they, they came out with this so quickly after the lawsuit that they had this all planned and ready to go ahead of time and i oh i love that i love that so much and it was really cool to see and i will probably be picking up my own pair very soon <laughs> all right who's next i guess i am <laughs> what confidence um actually kind of not in the same vein as Wyatt but it, it's I guess it's somewhat similar because this was something that just came back to me in a flash of I I can't call it nostalgia um you guys remember in like middle school and high school when you, you had those textbooks were you guys required to cover them up with yes, with book, book socks. socks. Yes. Oh book man. Socks. Well, I did I did book mine socks. with a paper with like a, a shopping bag, like brown paper. Trader Joe's bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Book socks. So you could draw. That is a blast from the past. I haven't seen those Dude. in a long time. Dude. <laughs> what Ugh. even? Wild. Wow. Brett, I hope you have a follow up <laughs> to book socks. <laughs> I have. I have an anti shout out. Oh god. It's anti it's oh. an anti shout out inspired by your shout out. Um Yeah. I gotta say I, I, I loved the man, but I have an anti shout out to Cody Rhodes because <laughs> I he's like the least interesting person in AEW right now. And it's hurting him because he's the guy who started the company. <laughs> oh and he thinks he's a very interesting but it's like you watch things from from Rhodes to the top, which is the little um like semi behind the scenes, semi reality show, half real, half kayfabe, somewhere in in limbo of all these things. And and he's like, oh man, this this uh this promo went over really bad, or like this bit, like I I think I'm just gonna like take a break for a while. And so clearly he knows that he shouldn't be booed out of the stadium. But he keeps doing things that get him booed out of the stadium. And then, like, I, it, it's come to the point where, like, I don't know if when he's looking around and acting confused, if he's just acting confused or actually confused that people do not like watching him anymore. 
And it sucks because he used to be my favorite. He used to be awesome. And now, like, he's he's been given every chance to be like, you can be a bad owner of company, man. You can be a, a dark guy that has to reclaim all the things that were his or whatever. With with a dark anime past, you could be a, a zombie of corruption and infected by the goop of Malachi Black. And he chose none. Did you just say the word zombie? Yes. He chose none. Why? He didn't even choose zombie. This man chose nothing. He chose no options. That's my second <laughs> shout out. Brett, Brett He's just saying the words. Second, he was just pro zombies for a second. And hey, second my, Brett, out. my chief hope with that shout out or that anti shout out is in like three months we'll come back and shout out Cody Rhodes for making something excellent out of so. it. But as of because right now, again, it's taking so long. It's 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 not like oh my god, this story's taking so long. It's been like a couple months. It's been years, and his character has not changed. And all of the people that he's been infused with have done, like, really cool or really different things, or at least keep trying to keep turning the wheel of, like, their their characters so that they don't get boring. And he's just left, he's just dropped the ball completely, and I don't know what he's doing. And I, I God, I, I hope he gets back to being cool again, but, uh... I don't know. I, I, I he he got really sad when he came out and everyone made fun of him for looking like Robbie Rotten. And I guess he just doesn't want to do anything with his life anymore. <laughs> is, is it like literally nothing to his character, or is it just like bad acting as a heel? He's he. It's nothing. It's he's not like a heel. Nothing is happening. It's yeah. Anytime you think like any, like it's like oh like th- this man his his coach armed Arn Anderson is is. Telling him that, Cody, if I was in your situation, I would shoot and kill this man with my theoretical Glock. <laughs> and nothing comes of it. He makes up with him in a week. And he goes, oh, you, you trained for 15 minutes and, and I get to show you on camera being knocked out by one of the nameless trainees of our, of, of your, of our coaching school. And, and then we make up after that. And then nothing happens. But, like, all that was really cool, and then just ends. It just stops. Exactly! If something <laughs> happened, then it would have been worth it, but nothing happened. So I just, I slam my head against the wall, and I just get so confused. <laughs> I don't know. Look, we'll see. All right. With that, it's Ugh. the end of the show on that happy note. <laughs> As always, <laughs> you can catch us Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern, on the podcast platform of your choice. Or usually Sunday nights live uh, here. It won't be next week because it's Halloween. We'll probably be recording yes. the day before or two days before or whatever. Scheduling needs to happen for that. But that episode, assuming we can get it recorded early, will be coming out on Halloween, not uh, on the Tuesday. So it'll be a Halloween episode on Halloween. Uh, so yeah, expect that next week. And we will see you then. The outro is playing. Not now sorry. Can, now we get to jam. <laughs> not bum, sorry. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> to music that we can't hear. <laughs> I can hear it. You guys are just schmucks. <laughs> I don't know, but I I have the goosebumps theme going on in my head right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. You guys ever think about the goosebumps dog? The goosebumps golden retriever?